When I was a kid growing up in Jersey, uh, anybody who was a hoot or really funny or something, uh, we'd call him a riot. Ladies and gents, uh, this guy's a riot in more ways than one. Bob Dylan. Iron sharpens iron is a phrase that I was not very familiar with when I saw it appear in a review uh, of one of my other shows over on Apple Podcasts. And uh, when I looked it up, I saw that it has uh, a couple of different accepted meanings, uh, my favorite one of which was me- – was, uh, that the way you get good at something is to uh, have someone do it with you that makes you better. And um, that is the, the, the phrase I, I have most in my mind right now when I am thinking of uh, my dear friend Tara Zook who passed away uh, a couple of days ago um, after a long and drawn-out battle with uh, ovarian cancer. One of the appeals of doing Pod Dylan, uh, aside from just the fact that I, I like to talk and I get to talk about one of my favorite things, which is Bob Dylan's songs, is uh, is over the years that I've been doing the show, I've gotten to uh, either meet literally or virtually meet uh, a lot of different people uh, who are also Bob fans and getting to hear their stories. And it's, it's always been uh, really probably my favorite element of doing the show, of getting to, to talk to all these different kinds of people. And um, most of them, uh, most of the people I've had on a show, I think are better than me at it. And so therefore, I think it makes me a better podcaster and a, a better appreciator of Bob Dylan's work. Um, but uh, but Tara, in some ways, was in sort of a league all her own. Um, I had was not familiar with, with her work at all until uh, a mutual friend, uh, Laura Tenchard, who, of course, hosts the Definitely Dylan show, uh, said that I should get in contact with her. And uh, I emailed uh, Tara, and she was very, very nice and emailed me immediately and said she would love to do the show and sent me a bunch of links to her work in related to the appreciating uh, Bob Dylan. And I loved it all. I just thought it was great, uh, great writing, very informative and entertaining and, and uh, trenchant. And and so I immediately had her on the show. And the first uh, – well, uh, I should back up a little. Um, I, you know, I like I do for most people, I say, well, what songs do you want to talk about? And uh, <laughs> she offered me a bunch of songs, one of which was Highlands. And I sort of liked the idea – um, that someone would would kind of on their first shot go for something as big as that, go for what was at the time Bob Dylan's longest song, and I, I told her that I said, yeah, you know, I, I I don't know you, Tara, but I really like that that chutzpah, so let's do it. And uh, we did our first show together, uh, episode ninety three, I believe, on Highlands. And any any of you out there who are podcasters or do radio or, or anything sort of similar can probably appreciate the experience of when you're when you're in the middle of recording something. Uh, most of the time, you're you're just in the moment and you're not really thinking about the show necessarily. And then you go back to it later and you see how well it turned out. And then there's other times where you know right in the moment uh, how well it's going. And I had that experience with Tara. I just so enjoyed talking to her. I thought her observations were. So interesting and and uh, just well thought out, but also you know very generous. Uh, you know, I don't, I'm not big on people that 
kind of like are going out to like bring Bob Dylan down a peg. Of course, there are a lot of those kinds of people. Tara wasn't one of those. And so even in the middle of the episode, I just sort of was realizing, boy, this is going really well. This this person is just great. And so we went back and, uh, you know, I went back and I listened to the show. And, yeah, uh, it did turn out about as well as I thought. And I was really proud of that episode. And uh, I used it later on as an example when I needed one of like – you know, what are some of your favorite Pod Dylans? That was one of the ones I always used. I think it might have even been one of the ones that I submitted uh, to the Philadelphia Podcast Festival when uh, I submitted Pod Dylan to be part of that. And when they ask you, you know, what are some of your favorite episodes? And I think Tara's uh, Highland Show was, was, was one of those. And uh, I always wanted her to have her back on. And then, you know, time wore on a little bit. And I realized, you know, I really do want to get her back on the show as soon as possible. So I, I made another... Uh, I reached out to her again and I said, you know, name me what other show I'm going to talk about. Valentine's Day is coming up. So I really want to do a love song. So why don't you name me a song? And she mentioned I Want You, which, as I said on the show, is one of my all-time uh, favorite episode, favorite um, songs of, of Bob Dylan's. And so I said yes to that. And then at, kind of at that point, we were really um, on our way. And we started talking privately on Twitter and on Facebook about not just Bob-related things. And we really – uh, got to become friends. And, and it was around that time that Tara informed me uh, that she was ill, that she had been diagnosed with uh, cancer a while back, and she had managed to uh, fight off all the uh, dire predictions that doctors had given her about how much time she had left. And I was so inspired by her um, her sort of you know, upbeat attitude about it. And her, I mean, as I, as I told her, I said, well, you're one tough bird. Cause she, she just would, would tell me stories about getting her chemo and getting sick and coming in and out of hospitals. And I, I just, I just couldn't wrap my head around how she could remain so cheery through all that. And uh, I really admired her that she even had the time to sort of like do all this writing about other things and appreciating other things when she had so much to deal with personally. And, um, you know, I, I sort of joked with her. I was like, well, we got to get you on as much as we can, you know, while you're while you're feeling healthy. And she she agreed with that. And so, of course, we later on uh, ended up doing um, another episode on Last Thoughts on Woody Guthrie, which was, again, another really great show. And then when, of course, Bob Dylan released his first new song in eight years, Murder Most Foul, I immediately went to her because I will admit I was a little at sea with that song about exactly what Bob Dylan was trying to get at. And I knew that she was somebody that I could lean on. A little uh, like I knew that she would bring a lot of of um, analysis to that episode and to that song, and I kind of had I, I wanted to make sure that that episode was was done right, and so I was sort of uh, in my mind uh, bringing in a ringer, and Tara to me was was always a ringer, and then at that point we we decided when Bob released the 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 next song uh, I contained multitudes I was like well Tara let's let's try it again. And that went really well. And then, of course, when by the time he came to do False Prophet, I was like, well, let's complete the trilogy, Tara, and let's let's do all three. And they were a blast to record with her. And she was – as um, she would tell me she was getting you know, sort of sicker uh, and feeling kind of worse and worse. That sometimes she was still able to do the shows and, again, just had so much high energy and, and, and even amid um, a lot of technical problems because apparently she lived in a relatively rural area and it didn't have great – internet reception and between my sometimes uh, sketchy Skype connections, uh, it made for a lot of uh, dropped calls and starting overs and things like that. But but she always managed to keep her energy flowing. And every episode that I did with her, all six, uh, were to me some of the best Pod Dylans that I've ever done. And they were certainly the most 
uh, fun for me to do because I just enjoyed her so much. And I, like I said, it made me better. I think it made me a better host. It made me a better podcast co-host and it made me a better appreciator of the work because of the analyses that she brought to it. Some of it was uh, unfathomably obscure. Some of it was just fun and goofy. And uh, But it was always filled with joy. I mean, ultimately, that's what Pod Dylan is about, is the joy that I feel for these songs and this, this body of work. And, and to me, Tara encapsulated that very, very, very well. That even when you could be critical of the work, um, you still were overall appreciating it and just you had a joy for it. And that was, to me, that was very infectious. And that was one of the things that I... I loved about her um, as a person and as a co-host on the on the show. Uh, again, another note for uh, podcasters. Uh, of course, Tara and I would speak for a little bit before we started recording the episode, and then we would speak a little bit after. And uh, I don't know about you out there in podcasting land, but uh, I would when I would edit the shows, I would just lop all that stuff off and then just delete it forever. And now, of course, I wish I hadn't done that because <laughs> uh, if I, even though that material was not meant for air. Um, I might have had some material, some bonus material uh, that none of you have heard before, and it would have been nice to have that material. We could have done our very own bootleg series, uh, to borrow a parlance from Bob, uh, of, of me and Tara talking. And um, it's a darn shame I didn't think to keep that material, and maybe that'll be something I'll do in, in the future. Uh, just because, uh, you know, you never know what's going to happen to some people, and maybe you want to have this material for people to hear uh, in the, in the future. I'm very, very sorry that I'm never going to get to do another show with her, that we are not going to get to do the show we talked about doing, which was I offered her her choice of songs from the new record. You know, I told her, I said, pick whichever one you want to do, and we will do that one next. And she hadn't gotten around. She had listened to the record. Unfortunately, she did not have the time to let me know what she thought of it because she was in the hospital during all that. And so she never got around to picking uh, what song? And that that makes me sad. I'm I am mourning the loss of all the conversations she and I are never going to get to have now, and it, it makes me makes me so very sorry. Um, the last conversation I had with her was over on Twitter, and <laughs> this is a very terrible thing to do. Is that a couple of uh, weeks ago I wondered aloud if anyone had the lyrics to the alternate version of the Bob Dylan song Union Sundown. And because uh, I've not been able to find the alternate lyrics and I get a message from Tara saying, yeah, Rob, I've got them, uh, but I'm in I'm in my hospital bed right now and I'm not near my computer. If you give me an hour, I can get to my computer and, and email them to you. And I said, for the love of God, Tara, just rest. Don't bother with this. Don't don't bother trying to go get to your laptop or whatever it is you've got. Just just rest up. Don't worry about it. And uh, in a very tirelike gesture, she ignored me. And an hour later, bang, there were the lyrics in my inbox. And I thanked her for her generosity. And she gave me a, a thumbs up emoji. And that is the last piece of communication that I have from her. And uh, in a weird way, that feels sort of appropriate. Because that, to me, that's what I think of when I think of Tara. is just sort of a thumbs up of just an overall... Uh, sign of approval and um i'm gonna miss her terribly i really am i never got to meet her and i never really thought i was going to because we were very uh, far away from each other geographically but i thought you know who knows maybe maybe someday but um 
knowing I'll never get that chance is uh, just fills me with with great sadness. Uh, I am fortunate enough that uh, I was able to communicate with her husband Walter, who took care of her and relayed messages to her when she was too ill to get to the computer from both uh, my girlfriend Kelly and I, telling Tara how much we loved her and how much. We wanted her to get better as soon as possible. She was also surrounded by her her family. It's, it's just a tragedy all around for someone as sweet and as wonderful and uh, and young as Tara to no longer be with us. It's just uh, it just just hits you really really hard. Uh, one final thing: if you want to contribute to a fund uh, to uh, further research on ovarian cancer, um, you can check the show notes. Uh, in this episode, and uh, you can go to the link, which is tarajanehulliganzook.muchloved.com, and there is a fundraising page, and all the money goes to Ovarian Cancer Action, uh, which very important to Tara and very important to Walter. And uh, as it says on the site, she is much loved and will always be remembered, and that is very, very true. So <laughs> we'll miss you, Tara. We loved you very much. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Thank you so much for being part of my life. And uh, I guess we should end this with a may God bless and keep you always. This person coming back as like, wait a minute. All right. We're here to set things straight. Yeah. That is the vibe I get from this song. Oh, completely. Yeah, it's funny. I, I like when there's some parts of it as well where where I first listened, it reminded me of more like a more a more um, swaggering and attitude filled um, ain't talking. It, it, it reminded mm, yes. me of that where somebody's walking through this desolation, going, "What the hell has happened? I'm gonna, you know, we're here to take names and kick butt and get things yep. sorted out." And that's how I felt when I'd listened to the song. It was like I felt two inches taller, you know. <laughs> Like, I just, my head was higher. I was two inches tall. I was like, yes, it was, you know, and you said that guitar riff, which it actually comes from, it, it's literally note for note from, um, if loving is believing, it's called the song. It's from Sun Records, and it's by a guy called Billy the Kid Emerson. It's a rock and roll song from 1954, and that's soon as you hear that, you know, and he's like, oh, yeah, this is it. This is what I've been waiting for.